This is Jeff. This is Brett. And we're just two dudes talking about Star Wars on the Skywalk. What's up, Move Milkers? What's up? We are back in the Skywalk today. Jeffrey, we have a very special episode today. Normally, as our listeners may have noticed, we okay. kind of have a format, right, where we address some of the news. Yeah. And then we get into kind of the main feature. Last time around, that was Galactic Casting Company, which mm-hmm. I encourage you all to go back and check out. But, Jeff, this week, the news is the feature. What? We have some megaton news that's dropped in the last week. And that news, Jeff, that we're going to talk about today is... Star Wars Resistance, the brand new animated series what? that premiered this past weekend, and, and Jeff, you know the other one. New shows, What we're truly, truly psyched about is the photo released from The Mandalorian. What? John Favreau's live action Star Wars series set to debut in late 2019. So that's what we're going to get to. But first, let's talk about social meteors really quickly. Yeah, let's get that out of the way, Brett. Come and on. then we'll get into the meat, Jeff. Yeah. Social meteors, here's where you can find us on social media. iTunes, search for the Skywalk. Sky as in sky, walk as in the thing you cook in. Sizzling. W-O-K. Spotify, same dealie. Search for the Skywalk. Uh, Twitter, at the Skywalk. I've yet to use it. Intuitive enough. Disgracebook. Just punch in <laughs> facebook.com slash the Skywalk. Jeff, that's where people find us on social meteors. And last but not least, mm. Jeff, how can the good people find us on Podomatic? Bright, you know how we do. It's always going to be Star Wars Over Coffee.podomatic.com. Jeff. All right. Two weeks ago this time, the yeah. biggest news was Kathleen Kennedy's contract extension. Ooh. News is breaking so fast and furious. We haven't even had enough time to cover this stuff on the podcast. That was a big deal, Jeff. The Kathleen, empire continues. Kathleen Kennedy got re upped for like three years, a lot of money. So apparently people at uh, Disney are very happy with the job that she's doing. So I guess from now on, we should just call the Empress. Yes. Jeff, I'm glad Kathleen Kennedy is sticking around. Um, Here's the thing, Jeff, right? I know that there are obviously fans who are divided on this issue, right? Some people don't think Kathleen Kennedy is doing a good job. Keeping up with Kathleen Kennedy. Here's the case I just want to make, right? Like of of where where their thinking is probably at, Jeff. Mm -hmm. We both love football. She put out four Star Wars films Mm -hmm. in two and a half years four three of them did amazingly well at the box office and the fourth one sort of sputtered out right so from from a financial standpoint they are very happy with her but even as a fan jeff i think it's fairly safe to say Mm. tell me if you disagree that fans love at least one of the four movies Mm, i agree so let's say that's a championship so you've got one championship out of four four attempts. That's pretty good. Right? And then the other ones, you probably really like a lot at least one or two of the other three. Are you counting Solo in this? I'm counting Solo. And then there's Solo where, Jeff, there's a lot of Star Wars fans who maybe it's sort of this rooting for the underdog thing, mm, but that they yeah. they really like Solo. So that's good. I mean, I didn't really like it that much, but I'm happy that other people do. If fans consider that a success, I'm happy. So I'm just saying that net accomplishment here, mm-hmm. she got like one out of the park, one or two others that you really, really like, and then one that you maybe you don't like so much. She's yeah. doing a good job. All right. But the key thing to remember, Jeff, yeah. in all of this... Uh-huh. Is that I'd rather talk about Star Wars Resistance and The Mandalorian. Instead of episode nine? So who cares? Okay, good for you, Kathleen Kennedy. We're happy. <laughs> All right. Very All good. All right, congratulations. Very good. <laughs>
Jeffrey. Yeah. Star Wars Resistance. <laughs> this is the new animated series that premiered over the weekend okay. on the Disney Channel. And DVR'd also, it. also Jeff, the Disney Go app, I think it's called. Apparently, no Jeff, clue. you can watch the first three episodes on there right now. A lot of people okay. did that. A lot okay. of people did that over the weekend. All I did right. not. All right. I watched it with my daughter. Yeah. Um, we both. We what both, is the app and how do I get it? I think it's called Disney Go. Yeah. We'll figure it out after. All right. Um, but you could, you could watch all three if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. I would like to prolong the enjoyment and just wait till next Sunday to okay. see episode two and the following week to see episode three. I'd rather wait for the whole season to come out and just watch it really, all Really, Jeff? You'd rather yes. wait to the end and binge Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Ah, that's pretty cool. I'm a, I'm a, I, I've, I've switched Brett to binging. Jeff, I am insatiable with Star <laughs> Wars, though. I can't wait. I, I, I can't wait okay. to the very end. But I also don't want to use it all up at once. What are your opinions, Brett? And don't spoil it for me. Okay. I already like this potentially more than Rebels. And the reason I say that, first of all, the art style is gorgeous. I think it's amazing. All right. Um, granted, this is someone that I was on board with the very first trailer that they showed. Okay. Uh, a lot of people at that point were kind of still, eh, maybe. <laughs> I really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the character designs. Okay. Even the background characters are more interesting to me. There's something about the what do rebels. You mean by designs? Um just the art, the style. The okay. just whoever made the aesthetics. Who, the aesthetics. Okay. Um there's something about the Clone Wars and Rebels style that because it's kind of that pure CG aesthetic mm-hmm. that feels a little stiff to me. Okay. And this is a little more playful. It's more colorful. Because right. they're not trying to be so realistic. Exactly, right. exactly. So it's super colorful. It's colorful. The characters are fun. Jeff, here's a litmus test that I realized when watching epi- the first episode, the pilot of Star Wars Resistance. There's a character, okay. a, a seemingly a recurring character, because she's in a, a part of this big base that they're on. She's like the um, the bartender in this little okay. cantina area. Yeah. She appears to be... The same race as Unkar Plutt from The Force Awakens, who I th- always thought was one of the most atrocious character designs. He's the one that um, basically owns Ray, apparently. Oh, th- that guy? That guy, okay. right? Yeah. He looks like Richard Dreyfus made him with mashed potatoes. Um, <laughs> this character is a female of that Version? same species. No way. And actually looks cool. So the fact okay. that there's a win right there that they could make that race look cool. Um, I thought that was awesome. Um, The spaces, just kind of the settings are beautiful. The Mm. lighting, there's something about the lighting that's just very warm and inviting. Um, I read there was an article that y'all should look up with uh, the woman who's one of the creators of the show. Mm. And she talked about, she said that they looked at the show Cheers in research for this. Yeah, because the the reason being that this is a show that's largely going to take place in one spot. It's mostly going to take place on this big platform in the ocean that you've seen in the trailers. So she said, you know, how do you make a show enjoyable when it's in the same setting all the time? And they looked at shows like Cheers, you know, where it's always taking place in that same bar. Yeah. But people loved it. Um, and I think that that shows in this first episode. How long are the episodes? Uh, well, the first episode is like 55 minutes. You know, it's kind of a oh, full wow. one hour pilot. Okay. Um, I think the other ones will be, you know, typical half hour, which if you take out the commercials and binge it like you want to do, Absolutely. it's like 23 minutes, right? Okay. Um, but I think, yeah, they did a great job. I think everything about the design of the show looks beautiful. 
All right. Um, so here's a couple litmus tests. Yes. For our listeners. Tell Brett, me, Jeff. Yes. You said you watched this with your daughter. Yes, I did. At any point, did you hit pause? Uh, yes. At any point, <laughs> did you get up from the couch during the show? Yes. How long did you leave before you came back? Uh, I do not recall, Senator. Really? <laughs> no, I mean, you know, we got up for snacks and whatever. Okay. You yeah, got yeah, up for yeah. snacks. Yeah, yeah. Did you eat in front of the TV yes. while you were watching? I could say yes to that every single time I watch a TV show. <laughs> yeah, that's, right. just, that's a given, Jeff. Were yeah. you drinking? Are you asking this, Jeff, to discern <laughs> how intense the show or how yes. compelling the show how was? How compelling? I, I, I want to know thing. how into the story you were. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you know I mean? so I have, I, I have I want, two thoughts I want on character that, development, buddy. All right. Because here's the thing. Yeah, yeah. I've already got low expectations. Right, good. Because of Poe Dameron. Always good. Oh, really, Jeff? Yep. Oh, man. So here's my question. I love and me and some Poe. This is, this, yeah. this is why I'm asking. Yeah. Is Poe an idiot Mm-mm. in this in this show? No, Poe is the guy, he's a little Fonz-like in this show. He's kind of the guy who's cool. He's showing this new kid around, telling him like, hey, look out, keep, you know, keep your head in the swivel. Right. But does he actually do anything? Here's the thing, Jeff. He doesn't do a whole lot, but to me, it's just enough. Because you want to have some known character. I do, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people say sometimes, like, oh, we don't want to hear about the Skywalker saga and blah, blah, blah. But everybody wants some bit of existing Star Wars DNA. Exactly. Right? When you start completely from scratch. Right, exactly. So you see that here. You kind of get a good sense of where this fits into the timeline. As Jeff, I think you already know this, but the story is set a little bit before the, the events of The Force Awakens. Yes, I knew that. Uh, the premise is that they found out that the First Order is preparing for this all-out attack on the Republic. So it's taking place in that time span, which I think is mm. very cool because there's nothing I want to see more. And we'll talk about this with The Mandalorian as well. Well, this is the problem we have with Force Awakens. Right. But go ahead. We haven't seen any of that, yeah. right? Nothing we don't between know what's going on. Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. So yeah. this is giving you some of that, even though it's kind of like out of the way. They even say that this planet is like basically out in the middle of nowhere. Um, but it is tied into, you mm. know, the, the, the resistance and the First Order and all that. So that's cool. But the story, Jeff... It's not it, – it's light. Some people say it's a low-stakes thing. That's something that's thrown around a little too easily. But it kind of is, right? Because you're not um, – it's yeah. not like in this central location in the middle of the resistance. Yeah. It's on this remote, out-of-the-way planet with mostly new characters. And I it's, think Poe is just there. And like, even though it's mostly new characters, it's really just focusing on that one entry-level cadet. Yes. You know. Yeah. So the downside is of this, Is he an adult? He's – yeah, I think he's like maybe late teens or something. Okay. So it does kind of have the typical daddy issues yeah, thing yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah. It does. It has right. literally that. Um, but mm. that doesn't bother me here. I don't like the fact that this is a minor complaint. Mm. It might seem like a big one. Um, it's sort of a run-of-the-mill racing narrative. Like, oh, there's going to be this big race, and we're going to have to see how you do. And, okay. and a lot is riding on whether you win this race or not. And that, to me, that the kind of whole – it's weird that the whole storyline, to me, is very boring. <laughs> yeah. But the show is very good somehow. So it, it kind right. of succeeds in spite of that run-of-the-mill storyline. Because, again, I always expected the artwork to be amazing. Yep. Um, I expected the effects to be good. Yep. And, Jeff, I didn't feel like that a lot of the time with Rebels, especially early on. I think it got much better aesthetically. Yeah. But early I, on, it felt like – They built on it. But, yeah. but see, t- to me, the reason I liked Rebels is because they focused on character first. Right. And then they got to yeah. let's make it look cool. Interesting point, Jeff, because here – they introduce a lot of characters. They roll them out. It feels like every three minutes you're introduced to a new character or two. 
But they're really good, and they all seem pretty distinct. Are there any big reveals? Uh, I've got one character that I really, really would like to see in this. All right, Jeff. Ask me, and then if I consider it a spoiler, we'll give people – well, ask me who on air. You, on, the, on the air show? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. All right, I'm going to tell you. Who? Ahsoka. Um, Come on. Well, okay, well, I guess you could consider this a spoiler. Oh, so, no. If you don't want to know, but uh, I think you should listen. No, there's no Ahsoka here. At least not yet, Jeff. All right, but all right. who knows where this goes, right? Is there any link to Rebels at all? Uh, I don't believe so. Because what about, what's her name? There's a lot of Easter eggs out there. Apparently. Sabine. Yeah, there's no, no, there's nobody from Rebels. Because, um, you know, they in, in Rebels, they show them surviving. Yeah, I'll tell you who is in it. And I guess people could consider this a spoiler, but this was in a lot of the promotional stuff as well. Okay. Someone else doing the voice, obviously, but, but General Leia Organa is in the show. Okay. Um, right. So I think that's good, though, because, again, if it's taking place during this time period, during this conflict, why wouldn't she be, right? Did just watching the pilot. Yes. Did it make The Force Awakens make more sense? Not really. But that's okay. fine. I All think right. it's going to get, you know, judging by the trailers and some of the stuff they've released so far, they show Starkiller Base. Right. They show other things. Because so what I'm saying is that it should be compelling enough that – when I finish the end of this season, yep. I should want to watch Force Awakens. Yeah. And when I want to watch Force Awakens, I should want to watch The Resistance. Right. I think, Jeff, by the end of this season, like I would like to go back and watch the pilot again. Mm-hmm. That's how much I liked it. I liked it a lot, Jeff. Okay. I really, really liked it. Jeff, this is the thing with any review, yeah. right, is it's all subjective. It's like, where are you at right now? This right is now. the right thing at the right time for me. I wanted just something fun, something a little loose, yeah. something colorful, something different. And this is all of those things. Yeah, there's some of the characters are kind of your boilerplate characters. But now, here's the thing. Yes, the way you The way you feel about Resistance, though, Yeah, that's the way I feel about the Mandalorian. Oh, and yeah. that's yeah. the way I feel about Clone Wars. Jeff, this is where I think the um, diversifying your portfolio, right? Ooh. This is where I think this Investment comes in strategy, really well. Listeners. This is so different, Jeff. Listeners, we give you everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You could come here and we're talking about move milking and farming, but you know what? We also talk about investing. Only other minor criticism is okay. one of the main characters is named Niku. Ah. Uh. And dude, he's a total Star Trek character. Mm. This is, uh, yeah, I was just watching it. And I'm Tell like, me yeah. it's not Spock. He's Spock. He's Sheldon. He's, oh, uh, see. who's the dude in Rogue One, the robot, who is oh, great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I feel like we're really leaning on that every time, like they do anything. It's heavy. Yeah. Jeff, the the, uh, the character design. That's too easy. Maybe this is just, you know, the cynical Mm. us would say yeah. this is purely for, for merchandising. <laughs> but they do remind me. And Disney knows what they're doing Uh-oh. of, like, 80s toys. Jeff, I grew up with Mask. Do you remember Mask? Yeah. Mobile Armored Strike Command yeah. with a K. Ooh. Jeff, Ooh. This is, that's what they remind me of. And I loved that stuff. So, okay. anyways, I think the designs are beautiful. So, anyway, oh, let, oh, let's oh. just wrap. Let's put a bow on Star Wars right, Resistance. Yeah. We're looking forward to Woo. it. I want to see it. Listeners, yeah. let, let me know. Yeah. Do you want me to go ahead and watch this, or should I just wait for the whole season <laughs> to be filmed? All right, Jeff. Can we get to the Manda freaking Lorian? Happy Hoags, a.k.a. John Favreau, the director of Disney's live-action Jungle Book from a couple years the ago. The man who brought you Iron Man. The man who brought you Iron Man. We've all known he's working on this uh, live-action Star Wars show for Disney's upcoming streaming service. 
he posted on his Instagram account that it would be called The Mandalorian. Should we read people the description that he posted, Jeff? Yes, absolutely. He wrote, The Mandalorian. Jeff, what's a bigger... <laughs> I'm going to pause right here. What is bigger news to you? Okay. Like if you were to compare this, right? Him releasing this photo. Yeah. Oh, wait. Let's walk back. We're so excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moof this Milkers. Is, this... If you haven't seen it, they released an image from The Mandalorian what? live action show. So go look at it if you haven't go already. Now. Go because now. Jeff... It's amazing. Thank you. It's amazing. All right. This is the one time. Mm-hmm. This has only happened a few times before. Mm-hmm. Right. This yep. is the one time where I've seen one still of a movie. Yep. And I know it's going to be great. Yes. That's what I'm saying. This man has seen so many comic book covers. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. He's when a he nerd. puts out he's a still. He's got to be a nerd. Yeah. Oh, so I was going to ask Jeff. Oh. This, where does this rank to you? Seeing one photo. Yeah. From this See, show that's what I'm saying. Yeah. or the release of a saga film's title. So like when they announced that the movie would be called The Force Awakens or yeah. when they announced the movie See, would be called really The Last me. Jedi. Oh, really? So this is bigger for you? Oh, yeah. Okay, Jeff, here's the description. After the stories of Jango and Boba Fett, another warrior emerges in the Star Wars universe. The Mandalorian is set after the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of the First Order. Oh, baby, that's what we're talking about, Jeffrey. The sweet spot. We follow the travails of a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy. Listen, listeners, pardon the interruption there. <laughs> that's Jeff. That's that's not a bad thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, baby. Family friendly. Yeah. We follow the travails of a lone gunfighter in mm. the outer reaches of the galaxy, right. far from the authority of the New Republic. So, oh. Jeff, that drops first, right? And that was already like, oh, dang, that's cool, right? Yep. Here's here's what We're I getting here's, cooler. here's what we can glean from this Jeff this mm-hmm. limited amount of information Here that Mr. Comes. Favreau provided us when it says uh, oh you finished a, yeah that's that's the that's the description that's, that's the it? full thing that he gave yeah which is cool Jeff just, you just want to you know trickle it out a little bit at a time yeah, yeah, build yeah. up anticipation Don't give it too much uh, it's, when it says <laughs> when it says a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy far away from the authority of the New Republic that tells me okay. That they don't want to be creatively constrained yes. and pulled too close to the established saga that we know about, right? Mm-hmm. This means they can play around. They can have fun without without having to worry about continuity. Look, the first thing you want to do, yeah. you want to know that you have a sandbox. Exactly. And then you want to know where the boundaries of the sandbo- mm-hmm. sandbox yeah. are. Jeff, this is where these kids are sitting way far away from the jungle gym. <laughs> so that's the first thing I think that we can take away from that, Jeff. Um, Bouncy ball. Now... Let's get into that photo, Jeffrey. Then the photo dropped, and it's one of those photos that I think you do a double take. You're like, wait, somebody, this is fake. And Let's like, check it now. How many likes are on that photo? All right, Jeff. Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to be able to figure it out. I think okay. they, they released it in a bunch of different places. Oh, okay. So it's kind of hard right. to tell. But, Jeffrey, here's the thing. We did a poll. All right. You know this. And, of course, you, I had are, no idea. Of course you already know this, Jeffrey. Yeah, yeah. I know, um, but I don't. We put a poll on Facebook. We got a great response. Thanks in large part to our friends at the Alliance of Star Wars Fanatics. Oh. Because I posted it there too. Okay. Jeff, we got 196 votes. 196? Here are the options, Jeffrey. Okay. So I I did, I did, there's a reason I used the sloth from Zootopia to gauge people's excitement. Nice. The options were, are you mildly optimistic about the Mandalorian just based on this photo and the very limited info we have so far? Or are you jazzed? Are you totally psyched? And it was 74% jazz. Yeah. That's pretty good. People are excited, Jeff. 
This is another one of those rare moments. I think this happened when they announced that the Clone Wars was coming back. Where, like, the fandom is, like, like, united. Yeah. Yeah. Even the people who are, like, I mean, okay, Facebook only has two options, people. So I couldn't put in, like, completely uninterested or appalled, right? But I don't think anyone is. And, listeners, I just have to say. Yeah. When Brett told me (laughs) that this show was coming out. Yep. I could barely hear him because the fanboy screams (laughs) could be heard across the entire Nation. Yeah, Jeff, I literally just texted you like, did you hear about this? And I think you already knew how excited I was. <laughs> the subtext was louder than yeah. the actual text. Jeff, the reason why I use the sloth from Zootopia is okay. because this is true. This is the reaction my daughter had. I was like, I was like, hey, do you want to see? They released a picture from the new Star Wars live action show. Uh-oh. Do you want to see it? And she's just like, yes. I show her the picture and her face slowly turned into this glowing, super wide smile. Yeah. I was so happy. Here's the thing. I got got to tell you, Brett. Yes. I don't want to rain on your parade, but man, you better better lock those memories in, buddy. Oh, yeah, dude. Because there's going to be a point in time where the daughter's going to be too cool for school. Yeah. And she's going to be like, Dad, you're not cool anymore. You know, Jeff? I and think I about hope that doesn't happen, man. But I'm telling you, it's coming, Jeff. This is something I've given a lot of thought to. And every, <laughs> How are you going to deal with this? Here's the thing, Jeff. Every right. time I worry about that, you know mm-hmm. who I think of? Allie. Allie grew up on the prequels. Yeah. And look, she's locked in for life, man. She's it. Yeah. So okay. Allie, All right. Allie, All right. you give me hope. Rebellions built on hope. Any other thoughts on the Mandalorian photo before we dig? In? I have some questions about this for you. Um, I think it's going to be awesome. Yep. I don't even need to know who the other characters are. Right. Yeah, we don't know anything about that, right? I don't need to know anything. So what we do know about The Mandalorian is some okay. of the directors. Yeah. We know that, for oh, example, yeah, that good news. Yeah. the pilot will be directed by Dave Filoni. Absolutely. A lot of people love this. Of course, Dynamite he, gold. He's responsible for Clone Wars and Rebels. and He's got the Midas touch on Star Wars properties. So, Jeff, when I told you that there were multiple directors, you referred to it as tryouts. Right? Yes, I did. Now, normally, that's I wouldn't say that's the case in this situation. I think it's common for there to be different directors for different episodes of a show. But in his case, Jeffrey, people have been clamoring, right? People who love Clone Wars and and or love Rebels have been clamoring for him to direct something live action. They want Dave Filoni to get a live action Star Wars movie. Yep, absolutely. So in this case, I do believe and people have theorized that there's a bias, uh, maybe even in Hollywood in general. And they feel that this is true within Disney and Lucasfilm against the people from anim- – like they're the animation people and we don't give them live action because they, ca- they can't handle it or whatever. I don't know. Wow. So – and, and you know, there are people who really think that that's the, – they've held him back from doing live action, that they don't – you know, maybe they don't believe he can pull it off the same way. But he's getting his shot. Either way, this seems like they're saying, all right, man, you got this pilot. And they, they obviously love what he's done. Well, and, you know, the thing is – I think it's interesting that they're even saying that. Yeah. Because half of the cast mm-hmm. that has been used on Rebels mm-hmm. are are really good actors. Right. Like oh. on screen. Yeah, Jeff, I don't agree with it at all. Okay. I, I don't I don't agree with that philosophy. Yeah. I be, I do agree that I do think there's that bias though. Where okay. some some people have you know it's But what's what's one other property where that even right. that's even possible? It's it's old school thinking. You know, yeah. traditionally it's like you got live action people and then you get animation people, right? And uh, but but okay. nowadays it's just more and more it's common. All, yeah. These animated features, Jeff. See, when we grew up, when we talked about earlier about mask and transformers, those were so two dimensional, literally and figuratively, right? Like yeah. the stories were just dumb. Animation yeah. now, because people like us grew up 
and said, you know what? You can make a cartoon that's amazing, that's emotional, that's yeah. powerful, right? So that has I think character the, development, yeah. that has investment. I think know. that generation is very slowly coming around to figuring out like, hey, just because you've only done animation doesn't mean you can't direct live action. So yeah. Dave Filoni's directing the pilot. I think yeah. that's great. Also, Bryce Dallas Howard, who I don't know that she's really directed anything before. But hey, you know what? A woman director. That's a first. Why does that name sound familiar? She is Ron Howard's daughter. And this I, is I, knew, a, I know that part. But this I, is a no, first she, for Star she's, Wars. She man. acts though, right? Uh, yes, she's an actress. So she's in Jurassic World, both one and two. But she directs too? I didn't think she did. And now we do. But she is. All right. Yeah. All right. So that's great. They're diversifying already. Okay. And lastly, Jeffrey, Taika Waititi will be directing an episode of The Mandalorian. This is the guy who made Thor Ragnarok. He made Hunt for the Wilder People. Both are, both are amazing. Um, I'm so happy about that, Jeff. Nice. And here's why. Okay. Here's why. My one fear for this show. But are again, they are they all like right after each other? Um, I don't That's know. That's what I worry about. I think. I, I, think I hope they they give them like a, an arc. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, here's remember the thing, in Clone Jeff, Wars, that's not... you got like three episodes and you got like an arc. Oh, I see what you're saying. You it doesn't I mean? sound like that. It sounds like okay. it's, his in particular sounds like a one-off episode. Okay. But I'm okay with that, and here's why. All right. Again, I think people are okay with that. Um, people have complained about the approach in the movies to just have one person direct episode seven, then have somebody else just come along and make a completely different movie with episode eight. Not cool. Right. So, and I don't think that's really the greatest approach for a trilogy in the saga, right? But for this show that we've said is, you know, this is often That's remote. like 20 episodes. Yeah, we're off in this other playground over here. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. If you're off in the sandbox, man. That works right. And we're not invested in the characters. You're yeah. not talking about Han Solo and Luke Skywalker and, and Leia. Yeah. Um, so it sounds like Tyka's thing is a one-off, but he, but the reason why I'm so happy about that one in particular, Jeff, mm. my one concern is that this show could be too drab or too trying to be grounded in reality a little too much. My worry sometimes is like that they're going to try to, again, using air quotes here, legitimize this show Okay. to right. kind of hold its own against the current television landscape of all these serious Netflix shows and Amazon Prime shows. Um, you know, Jeff, I, mm. fundamentally, we're talking about Star Wars, right? And talking about perceptions and kind of the old school thing. It's like, oh, that's this silly thing for kids. And we don't think of it that way, right? So I, I'm just worried that they're trying that they'll they'll try to prove themselves in that sort of landscape instead of making it what makes Star Wars so distinct. And I see where you're going with that. Yeah. But don't disregard the fact that there probably is a large influence uh, in regards to the popularity of the recent shows in Netflix, especially in regards to the Marvel universe. Yeah. Right. That right. have gone darker. That our properties. Uh, and characters that are lesser known, mm-hmm. Daredevil, Luke mm-hmm. Cage, yeah, like right. it's even even hardcore comic book fans right. may not have an Iron Fist comic. True, right? So yep. so that's that's what I'm saying. So right. it's like, and with John Favreau, I know that he's just not going to be a copycat. Right, he's not going to just mail it in. This is going to be for real. Thank you, Jeffrey, for giving me hope. Rebellions are built on hope. You know, sometimes actually on this podcast. Mm. I think the last time we discussed Mandalorians, I said Mandalorians are boring. 
right? And I still stand by that. Up to this point, my beef really? with the whole – I know that people love the – Dude, have you read the Expanded Universe? No. So there – Dude, that's there, on there me. was a ton of content, man. That's on me. Yeah. Most of what I've seen of Mandalorian's own, the Clone Wars, it's not fun. It's not weird. It's just kind of this like different clans and families and the house of whoever and the house of whoever. That's not what appeals to me about Star Wars. Dude, it's, there is I, so much content, yeah. though, in the Expanded Universe. You could make – an entire property. Forget Star Wars. Yeah. You could just do a whole thing about Mandalorians. Yeah, yeah. And that's what this could be. Well, you know what I like about this, though, Jeff? Here's yeah. the other direction they could go in with this. So they could do that, but the fact that they said this is a lone gunslinger, you know, often the, what do we call that? The outer Expanse. rim? Expanse. Right. They yeah. didn't say outer rim, but basically. Outer rim. To me, what this could mean, and we don't know the identity. Here's the other thing. The we don't know cartel. who is behind the mask. Yeah. Who's under that we helmet. We have no clue. We have no idea. And that's the way it should stay for at least two episodes. Oh, yeah. Oh, more. I think more. I think they could push that a while. It could be the end of season one reveal. Ooh. It could be the thing. You, right? Who knows? But what you could do with that also, the other direction you could take, Jeff, is have that character just be your... Um, your vehicle okay. to carry you through. So really, the show could really be centered around the characters and places that you go. Guarantee, Brett. Yep. Uh-oh. Wait, hold on. Guarantees. Write it down. Got my pen. There will be at least one episode that the Mandalorian does not take his mask off. At all. Jeff, I think that's, I think that's a given. But I'm making a guarantee, Brett. <laughs> See, your 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 given is only like seventy percent sure. I'm saying ninety nine percent sure. Okay, I guarantee it, hundred percent, hundred percent. Really? I don't think you're gonna see who this person is in the first episode. Really? Yeah, I don't think you are. And again, like I said, maybe that's the thing. Maybe this is that character is your blank slate. Like, but that's does that? You. That's I, my guarantee. Yeah. Is that for one episode? Yep. The helmet will not be removed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I agree. But I'm saying it's the pilot. I'm saying the pilot episode, you still don't know who this is. Yeah, but but I'm saying you don't even know what color his hair is. Yep. You don't even know if it's a he. Right. That's what I was going to say, right? Could it be Sabine Wren? Could be. So that's a big question mark, right? So will it be just... They say it's a new character, right? They say after Django, after after Boba Fett, here's this other warrior that comes, you know, seemingly out of nowhere or whatever. So will that be revealed to be someone connected to something we already know? Or will it truly be just a new character? If this does not turn out to be someone that we know or that's connected to something like the son of or brother of somebody yeah, sure. or sister of somebody, then I think they should take the mask off right away. Right, because with the last thing you want to do, to attach. Yeah, if you want to rile up the fan base, <laughs> you conceal the identity like it's gonna be a big deal, and then it's not. We've never, we've never had right. that happen before, right. have we? Right. Which I think J.J. Abrams was smart in The Force Awakens to have Kylo take off the mask. Not, you know, it's like halfway through the movie, right. but like you don't want to get to the end and be like, oh yeah, no, I've never seen that dude, right? And like you've kept me in suspense They're this like, whole time. What would you do that for? They did it for a little while, which was cool. Um, but, yeah, you don't want to conceal the identity unless it's a big deal, right? Um, All right. Other thoughts on this, Jeff? All right. I really hope we get off planet. So the, the still course, that we see, course, yeah. it looks like a lot of what we've seen on Tatooine, on yeah, Jakku, yeah. on Jeddah. It doesn't really look much different from that. Yeah. So I hope we, I hope we go different places. Again, mm-hmm. I hope 
that the show is more about where the Mandalorian goes, who the Mandalorian interacts with. Who he goes up against. Than some sort of Braveheart-style family thing within the Mandalorians. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Now, I, I would like to see that in some form, but not And I guarantee show. you. Yeah. Here's another guarantee. Oh, here we go. Jeff, I'm running out of ink. This Mandalorian yep. is going to take out some Jedi. Oh. Oh. Absolutely. Jeff, I really I am Absolutely. so I'm so curious. Will you bring in actors and actresses from the saga films, from the actual movies? Like that's another question mark. They yeah. could. I hope they do, right? Will you see po- will you see Oscar Isaac show up as Poe at some point? That would be know. amazing. Yeah. And there none of that is off the table, Jeff. And the other great thing. Yeah. You know, it's funny, right? Because I think we've wanted a live action Star Wars yeah. show for 40 Long years. Time. We've been asking for it. Right? But this is the probably the best time that it could possibly be done because there's money to spend now, right? And things have cooled yep. with the movie going experience. Right, right. So now it's like, okay, let's put something into the mo- into the TV. That's the other interesting part of this, Jeff. I was just reading something. Oh, I wish I could remember where, but I wasn't expecting to go here on this episode, Jeff. No. But it seems like it seems possible that they've figured out that maybe to be even if it's maybe just to be less controversial just for a little while right even if it's just to be less controversial like the, the the skywalker thing is too sacred to many fans it's like there's no way to make everybody happy so it seems like they're kind of zigging and zagging and saying you know what maybe we just move away from that and maybe tv is the best way to go my last question for you. Maybe this turns into a guarantee. Uh-oh. I'm going to instigate you into it. I've an, had two guarantees today. I don't know. When will we see the first trailer for The Mandalorian? Will it be at Celebration? Will it be before Celebration or will it be after? Before. 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 Ooh. Definitely before. Now, remember, Jeff, Celebration is in April. Right. And However. This, this show may not release until late 2019. So I understand over that. a year from now. Yes. Okay. I understand that, but here's the reason I think it's why. It's going to be before. I think it's going to be before. Here's wow. the reason why. Tell me, Jeff. Because celebration is in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Are you saying this is too good for Chicago, Jeff? It's way Jeff. too good for Chicago. Jeff, you can't offend the Chicago people. Whoops. We were, we're trying to get this podcast on the podcast stage at Star Wars Celebration. It's not my fault. Here, okay, you got me thinking though. All right. This is good because it's oh, it is almost guaranteed. Without even the Jeffrey, <laughs> without even the need for the Jeffrey stamp of approval, oh, oh, that the episode nine trailer will drop at celebration. Right, that's so. That's, so that's what I'm saying. Right, right, right. And so then, yeah, maybe you save. I think though, Lucasfilm has stopped. It seems like I think they don't do Comic Con anymore because they have their own D23 thing. They have their own Disney thing now that I think happens in the summertime. So that's when I think you will see. The first trailer for The Mandalorian. I'm making a guarantee. The guarantee is that it will not be played during Celebration. Okay. Period. Hey, all right, man. I'm making that guarantee. Yeah, Write it down. Yeah. Book it. All right. I, I'm I'm getting <laughs> carpal tunnel from your guarantees, Jeff. <laughs> hey, people, it's a good time to be alive. Guys, just keep going. Yeah. So, uh, listeners, we want to thank you for your support. This is Jeff. This is Brett. And we're just two dudes talking about Star Wars on, on the, the Skywalk. Skywalk.